I was there. I don't have to listen to it. <laughs> this week's show because it was a disaster. When you live in a beach resort, it's easy to forget whether you are playing or working. On each week's show, we settle in with a cocktail and try to figure out if there is a difference. This is Day Drinking on Delmarva. I'm Todd from GoodCleanFunLife.com. And I'm Tony Russo, no relation, and you're listening to Day Drinking on Delmarva, a podcast about life and culture on the Delmarva Peninsula. Todd drinks because he gets to live here. I drink because I have to live here. And um, I'm actually not drinking today because I ran out of booze. When has oh, that man. ever happened before? Ooh, that's scary. That's like yeah. end of time stuff. <laughs> but other than that, it's been a special, special week, and we're going to get into all of it. Um, but before we do, um, each week we're sponsored by a local business that we're very proud of, and we've been neglecting, but we're back on it. And this week we're sponsored by uh, Good Fl- Clean Fun Life Productions. I didn't know which way we were going to go. I didn't know if you were going to have I had absolutely say. nothing to say, so I figured if I threw it at you, I'd be... <laughs> It looks like I'm being generous, but I'm really being lazy. Yeah. Uh, yes. Good, clean, fun productions. We do it all, folks, from trending audio reels that look just like TikToks to uh, long format podcasts and videos. We also do websites, graphics, design, and uh, we're all booked up. <laughs> <laughs> and if you need any of that done, check again in the fall. Yeah, please, please, uh, please hold on the line. No, we've, we're uh, we're very fortunate to have a lot of uh, good uh, clients that we're working for right now. Interestingly, I had somebody uh, call and ask if I wanted to get back into construction. And <laughs> while, while it was a very flattering uh, call, you know, because it, it's more like, you know, they're building a new construction business and, right. and it's going to be high end and it's going to be, I don't think they were looking for me to come back and be a superintendent, but you know, like ground floor of a, uh, of, of a, of a building company, I guess. And uh, they're like, Oh, I just described the perfect uh, person for this position to my partner. And I realized I was describing you. So I thought I'd at least call oh, and kind. see. So that was, that, that was kind, but you know, the thought of having to, I don't know, leave the house before eight o'clock. <laughs> why, why would anyone, I have uh, I have actually a pet peeve and I'm trying not to, I think I may have given my last polite no mm-hmm. um, to people who ask if they can be on um, our radio show. That's on, uh, on the local <laughs> NPR station. Um, it's been like five years. Yeah. And there's this, you there's this weird thing where people are really interested in your ability to promote them, but they don't even read what you write. And I was saying before we go on, I before before we went on the air, I was telling Todd it's been it's been a struggle for me personally. I've been struggling with, you know, trying to find something that I can write that people will read and pay attention to, um, or at least acknowledge, you Mm -hmm. know, and I'm feeling very, you know, down about that. And so then when people, and it it happened this week, uh, two people reached out and they're like, Hey, can I be on your radio show? And (laughs) 
I and for context, have... and for context, oh, I'm sorry. The... Yeah, so yeah. for context, um, I hosted a show called So What's Your Story with Stephanie Fowler, friend of the show, and she's been on the show several times. And um, we hosted it until pretty much until COVID started. We had already kind of fallen off when COVID started, um, because for for lots of reasons, mostly because we were both writing, you know, books. And it was a it was a very busy time. So we had a we had to kind of put it on the shelf and we had put it on the shelf for like six or eight months. And uh, the Salisbury Poetry Foundation reached out to us and they're like, well, our big shot, a big shot poet is coming into town. You know, can they be on your show? And because Stephanie is so much nicer than me, Stephanie's like, sure. (laughs) And then she's like, hey, we have to do a show again. And. (laughs) We did a show to put this poet to talk to this poet. And I'm like, if you're not listening, if you don't know that we're on every week, that we're not on every week and haven't right. been on every week for six months to a year. Yeah. Um, why would you want to be on the show? Like you don't listen to it. When I, I pitch a lot of podcasts for me to be on as mm-hmm. an author for my book, dragged into the light. And when, um, and before I pitch him, I always l- at least listen to the show to see if it's something I could stand to be on. And right. if it's something that I think people who might like my book might listen to. Right. And the number of people who don't do that. I mean, I still get pitches for This Is War, um, like to my personal account. Like, I tried reaching out to This Is War, but it looks like it's closed. But maybe my uncle was in Vietnam, and I think it would be really good if you talked to him. I'm like, no, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. Do, I haven't done that for a very long time. And it's just, it's just disappointing. So, I mean, it's nice to be asked, but it's also like, how do you not know that I don't, I, I haven't done that for such a long time. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And that's where it's. Uh, it really doesn't, it really doesn't take a whole lot of research to, to figure that out. Yeah. Right? I mean, you know, look at your LinkedIn. When was the last time I was like, have hammer will travel. You yeah. Know? <laughs> exactly you know i like if they went to your linkedin and it was like you know um videos and occasional home repair or something they'd be like all right well maybe he still keeps his hand in but yeah you know i i there's a there's a there's a particular artist who i won't name even though i know he doesn't listen to the show who reaches out to me to ask about me coming out and doing a story on him again every every eight months to a year and yeah. I, I haven't even told them I don't work at the Bayside Gazette anymore. <laughs> uh, so no more, so no more polite no's. If you mm-hmm. haven't done the the basic research, you just get a, are you a fucking idiot? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the, the one thing that I started doing with, because uh, I also get a lot of pub- publicists mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. who are like, my client wants to be on your show. You know, will you have them on your show? I always say yes. And then I don't show up to the interview. <laughs> uh, and when they say, oh, I thought we had a, a thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, we canceled the show four years ago. I didn't feel like I could tell you because I didn't think you cared. <laughs> right, right. You didn't care enough to uh, find out before. You didn't find out during exactly. or, you know, just prior. Yeah. Like, no, the good. show isn't on anymore because you didn't listen. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, I didn't mean to rant, but uh that was good. But anyway, can, so when uh, you're not busy, you're taking clients. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. When we're, when we're not busy, we are taking clients. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's, there's a whole, we've been talking a lot about it. Nat- Natalie and I have been talking about how there's a very trendy thing that is happening with uh, what's going on in social media. And just to, you know, put a pin in, in what we do is we've had a heartbeat on it for the past 10 or so years and it's constantly changing. That doesn't mean we're not occasionally susceptible to what the trends uh, are. I mean, always aware, but like, you know, kind of falling into the trap of, of trying to, to emulate it. And, and really what, what, it, what it comes down to is that uh, we're about original, authentic, and lasting content. And I mean, uh, I think this podcast is a testament to that and all of our tens of listeners um, and, uh, and, and I think and that's, we, I'm that's sorry. And we, and we treasure on. you if you're listening. Yes. 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 When I, when I poke fun I at our, because of, you're, you're the elite because you I, get it. And most people don't. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do very much, uh, value that for sure. And I think more so now, I think because of getting caught up in these short trends of like, just trying to chase views, has uh, has made me realize that this is much more uh, a a good use of time to than uh, than any, than many other things. Well, that's the the other thing that when I was speaking earlier about being down, that's kind of been at the heart of it. It's like I make this stuff, but I just don't. I'm not making reels. Mm-hmm. I'm not making reels, and that means that I don't get to be a writer. Which seems wrong. Like, yeah. wait, you, you're not producing videos, then you shouldn't be able to write. Yeah. But it, when I go to social media, there's no, you know, I had a book, I had a marketing plan. All right. I'm going to, and I'm like, you know what? I would rather be poor. I would rather be poor than have to get up every day and do something on TikTok on off chance that maybe someone would buy my book. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's where it gets really disappointing you know it's disappointing that the way to get things out isn't uh there's a new gatekeeper and and the new gatekeeper is the 10 second social media and you can't yeah Yeah. people do people who are smarter than me do and people who work harder than me do people who are more talented than me do but for me being less smart less talented and less motivated I have to give up on promoting myself on social media because it's not. Yeah. I mean, I tried, I'm like, I'm going to embrace Instagram and I don't know if you noticed or not, but Instagram is TikTok now. It is. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's, that's exactly what earlier. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny. I saw a great quote from, uh, from Chuck D of public enemy. And, it, and it was, uh, artists were not meant to be content creators. And that well, really, you know, my, you know, my stance on the content creator. Thing, and, so. and I know, and I've always Chuck called D. my, I've, I've always, I've always considered myself a content creator um, and been less comfortable with the term artist, but I think more and more, and I know your stance is like, you know, like you're just a creator. You're like, you don't have to qualify it as being spe- specific to content for social media. Uh, and I'm, 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 feeling that more and more these days. And I think that there is a good place for my knowledge and talents for businesses. Yes. End of commercial. 
the advent. Well, I, I think I think the, the what you guys do well is you. Oh, I think it's one of the things we have in common is you get the sense of it right, mm-hmm. and the sense of a place is going to endure, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to you know a picture of a dog with uh um. I, <laughs> I don't know with sunglasses on, mm-hmm. you know that, that that's going to get the hits, but it's not. It's it's like those commercials where you're like, oh, that was a funny commercial, but I have no idea what right. it's for. I don't know what the company sells. I don't know what the company does. Yeah, you know, I know that there's a dog with sunglasses, and I think it's cute. And you know, it's it feels like a missed opportunity. The the so, I mean, I don't think we should hold Facebook to any kind of standards, and we should have we should know that. But mm-hmm. the enthusiasm with which they've decided that they're going to make themselves like TikTok instead yeah. of just letting TikTok be a fad and a separate thing, yeah, you know, is is disappointing. Only because like Facebook, yes, was for old people, but at least it was for old people. You know, right. now it's not for old people, and young people still aren't coming. So that's you know, and Twitter is always going to be Twitter, and that that's more of a hobby than a uh, than a way of getting the word out. There was a really interesting report I saw from Neiman Labs that said, you know, Twitter has now really just become for journalists to tell people the short version of the stories that people aren't reading in the goddamn yeah. newspaper. Yeah, um, and you know, and and it's interesting, and that I mean, that's how I use it. You know, yeah. I, I, I use it to to get a sense of what the reporters are covering, because as a reporter, I want to know. Um, but it's as it turns out that that's all that's going on on Twitter. It's everybody looking at other people's story ideas and improving upon them or whatever. <laughs> so, and yeah, yeah, selling one another hats. Well, and that and that is that is what Reels has become. It's like, oh, this person, my friend, has used this audio and I've heard it to other places and I now had better use it, uh, you know, so that I, I don't, I, I don't miss the, the opportunity the to use it. Yeah. And, and it's just such, it, like from a creative perspective in making a video, uh, the music and the audio has always been incredibly important to me and to help frame and, and tell, you know, a story, even if it is a, a super short story and to be, feel beholden to something and like put put a round peg in a square hole is what I feel like is happening. So right. and just to maintain the views, and I don't. Yeah, I mean, I said it before. I'm not working for Facebook, and I'm certainly not working for TikTok. Mm. You know, I'm I'm never going to be the guy who's producing enough to get a pay, excuse me to get a paycheck out of it. Yeah, you know. Well, and and that's and that's where we we've come to land back on uh, sort of our original intent is that it in terms of views it's not qual uh, quantity it's quality of views so these are people that are going to actually follow uh or be interested i don't care if you follow right. but be interested Indeed. in what what you're doing or what uh, a client is doing and come and put you know their ass in a seat and buy an orange crush i mean that's what it that's what it comes down to right speaking of putting your ass in a seat and buying an orange crush uh, what did you do this week? Uh, I had another great responsible bus trip into Ocean City, our beloved Ocean City. Um, it's so fun to go 
we've spent, you know, better part of two decades, uh, you know, being ocean city people. And now that we are, uh, mostly doing work up in the Delaware beaches, it's fun for those Delaware people to come down and experience ocean city and, uh, for us to be a part of it and, and show them all of the fun, good spots that we know and enjoy, even some of the touristy stuff, uh, you know, secrets on a Tuesday in the summertime is not a bad place to be, uh, you know, it, and it's, and it's fun to be able to kind of poke fun at the, the, the poor lads who are still going into the Bay just because yeah. they feel like they, they have to, um, not for me. That's okay. You know, you do you, <laughs> but it's, uh, it, it was great to have, uh, you know, the starboard crew specifically come down to Ocean City. We were just going to meet them for like a drink or two and ended up jumping on the bus with them and rode around and um, and and really had, you know, just just a nice time and with good people. And I think that's I think that's what Ocean City uh, intends to do. But somehow in the volume uh, that is Ocean City, that uh, that gets harder and harder to do when there's other people, so many other people around with sort of competing, um, you know, agendas, I, I, I guess. Yeah, maybe they should put up another hotel. Uh, you know, it, it's sorry, certainly not another hotel. Maybe they should put up another thousand condos. Yeah. That's what that's what. It's it's we were talking about this earlier and this is me getting a little nasty, but I'm not going to get as nasty as I normally do. Um, some we were talking about fish for some reason and somebody said crabs are hard to get this year. And I'm like, good. I hope that the crab fishermen all starve to death. I hope <laughs> that the tuna fishermen starve to death or, you know, maybe they can get jobs selling T-shirts. But if you don't want to treat and they're like, you know, well, no, it's the government keeping us from catching fish and so now the japanese are catching don't care do not care at all all the fish are going to be gone and you knew it and you didn't care so i don't see why you mm. know i'm not going to get to have a crab feast this this year um not because of price just because of uh i just realized i haven't had one and the summer's pretty much over but you know what i mean it's, it's like if you're if you don't if you're not a good steward of your area then you're yeah. going to have to pay the price. And when Ocean City decided it wanted to go from being a small family resort to being, you know, a you know, a, a uh, poor Mega. man's Miami, um, <laughs> that's you know, that's 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 what it, that's what it took on. And yeah, those are those are the prices that eventually they'll pay, but they won't pay them, you know. Yeah. No, it's funny you were saying that. And I mean, I do love crabs, but it's interesting to, uh, you know, to think about and steward of, you know, the resources is definitely something that, that came to mind. You know, we grow <laughs> a lot of our, our own veggies here and like have continually expanded that there's, uh, from what I understand in broad street, um, which is right around the corner here is one of the few places that still only gets crabs from the Chesapeake Bay. Um, you know, I mean, not that that's a good thing because the population is, has been down, 
but it is when it's just been over, over, uh, you know, uh, pulled from over sourced. And now all the places in ocean city, you're getting your all you can eat crabs from Louisiana and not like the, and keeping the it at 1995 instead of making it $130, which is a yeah. fair price. Right. You know, right. What can we, what can we sell to these idiots cheap? Yeah. That's, that's ocean city's motto. And you know, it, it must be paying off for them because they keep doing it. But yeah, when it, it, when, and if it stops, if it stops, I'll be happy and yeah. I will not feel bad. I will feel bad because there will be some sort of taxpayer stimulus to ocean city hotel owners that I'll, that I'll have to pay. And that will make me unhappy. Yeah. Um, but you know, probably not because they're all anti-tax. So they wouldn't want to take tax money. Uh, they would, they wouldn't want a tax increase just to save their ponies. Oh wait, they already did that. Yeah. Uh, do you remember that? The, the, well, what's, what's the, what's the, uh, Shinkatee? no, there's a, there's a, a happy time place with a, with a, uh, carousel. And, mm-hmm. um, I can't think of the name of it. It's not Playland. It's Trimpers. Trimpers. Yeah. And Trimpers are like, if you don't cut taxes, we're going to have to close. I'm like, good. Fuck you. Close. That was <laughs> in 2008. Yeah. And they didn't give them the tax break. And, they did they didn't close. So I guess they found I guess Trimpers found the money someplace uh to keep there. They're like, we're gonna have to shut down the carousel and no one can ever ride a carousel in Ocean City again if you don't give us a million dollars. And like, all right, well, no million yeah. dollars. And they're like, All right, well, we were just kidding. Well, we're scum. We'll, we'll figure it, we'll figure it out. Ah, oh, brutal. It it is so brutal. I'm so sorry. Um, so that was a nice bus trip though you had then, yes? It was a nice bus trip. There are some, in my opinion, some some gems in Ocean City still. You know, I I say the same thing about I say the same thing about Baltimore that, you know, I have I, I have love uh for it, you know, warts and all. I don't think there's a I don't think there's a perfect place on earth, but I think, you know, you can you can find those those good uh people who work at places, people who run businesses responsibly as possible. And, and, um, you know, I, I think that, uh, the doing it in what we consider, you know, good, clean fun and in a responsible way is, is important to me. And the whole bus trip, we talked a a bit. uh, Yeah, that was smart. Is, uh, you know, like, it's fun. It's fun to be on the, be on the bus. Um, you know, it, it costs a few extra dollars, but it is worth every bit when you have a professional driver, especially con- given the, the, the current, um, uh, light that's been shown on the lack of in- infrastructure for both pedestrians and bikers and that sort of thing. And some very unfortunate incidents that have, that have happened all up and down uh, coastal highway, you know, it's uh, it, it, it makes sense to take time to pay and be responsible. One of the things that bothers me is that they have, and this is, this is something that's, that's an Eastern shore thing. It's not just an ocean city thing, but there is this terror of putting in 
overpasses, pedestrian overpasses, mm -hmm. because I think they're afraid that people will sleep in them or people will pee in yeah. them. I, I don't know. And I don't care. Like yeah. every time they decide not to put one up, they're saying we're comfortable with the no number of people that die. Like the one, yeah. there's one that should be in Berlin by, yeah. uh, by the uncle yeah. Willis. And they're like, yeah, really just black people cross there. And you know, the more of them that get killed, the better. Yeah. So uh, the state has no interest in, you know, and every time someone gets killed, there's a big meeting and they're like, oh, well, we should do something. They're like, well, we'll make people drive slower, but we can't put up a pedestrian crossing that goes over yeah. the, because it's not worth it. Not well, enough people have died. And the, the, the amazing uh, difference that, you know, you take a big town like Ocean City uh, where you have three lanes of traffic going going both directions is like how could you have pedestrian crossing that that is safe um you know i compare it to small town of dewey uh but you know they spent money they did put a you know albeit a prettier median uh fence down right. down down the middle than what ocean city but did they also don't accommodate six lanes of traffic and they don't accommodate six lanes of traffic but if you go further up into rehoboth there is on Route One a light that is dedicated, a, a traffic light that will stop traffic, and it only comes on if there's a pedestrian who comes up and hits the button, and then and then you you know you're subject to the normal traffic laws, and you have to stop, and that pedestrian can cross what is at that point you know uh, four lanes of traffic. And yeah, I, I think though the difference in Rehoboth is the bulk of the beachgoers are between the highway and the beach <laughs> right in ocean city they have beach hotel highway 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 condo 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 right. so they have at least half probably two-thirds of the people that go to ocean city can't have to cross the highway if they want to go to the beach yeah. in Rehoboth, you have to cross the highway if you want to walk to the goddamn outlets, you know, yeah. if, if you yeah. need to go to the gap instead of 21 forever or whatever, then yeah, you take your life in your hands, but yeah, no one will miss you. But yeah. if, you know, but if you come to go to the beach and you want to go back and forth to the beach and that's the problem, I mean, you don't see families packed for the beach for the day crossing the highway in Rehoboth ever. True, They're true. already closer to the beach. Ocean yeah. City hasn't solved that problem and doesn't seem like it's interested in solving that problem. Yeah. Only because I've been covering it for 30 years. I mean, it's not like I'm just making this up, you know? Right. Yeah. So that was that fun. <laughs> um, the, uh, the other, the, I, I guess one of the other things that I wanted to talk about is the Delaware Independent is closing mm -hmm. after just six or eight months, maybe, uh, I don't think quite a year. Um, it was an independent news outlet run on Substack. It, they were able to get startup money for, from Substack, but they weren't able to get the subscribers because, again, people don't want to pay for news. Yeah. And that's fine. But then you do without, you know, you do without uh, knowing things. And what's what's the hardest thing is you do without holding uh, government accountable. And I know for a fact that none of the papers make any effort to hold 
the governments of Sussex County or Worcester County or Wicomico County accountable. They just Mm -hmm. say what they've done and why they did it. They never challenged them. And not only is it frowned upon, it's just not part of the culture anymore. It it has to do with, you know, I was, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was a participant in the, uh, in the, in the Delaware independent and I was proud to do it. And he was paying me, a hundred dollars a story, which was more than he could afford mm-hmm. and way less than it would cost to get me a professional to write. So, I mean, these were, you know, 1500 word stories, 2,400 word stories that took a long time to report and they were deep dives. And unfortunately um, people weren't willing to pay for them. Yeah. And, you know, so now they'll be putting up all of this stuff and Publishers are here locally. Publishers, with the exception of Gannett, who's not in bed with anybody, um, are are in bed with with the developing community for better yeah. or for worse. You know, the real estate ads support the papers, and the papers support building at all costs. And no one's looking out for the people who live here or who are going to have to deal with, oh, I don't know, six lanes of traffic in Ocean City and kids getting killed all the time. Yeah. Um, and that is, that's, it's sad, but it's not a shock. I mean, when I got out of the newspaper business full time on the Eastern shore, I knew that it was, I knew that it was a, a pointless exercise. We don't want to know. We want things to be unchanged and we want things to be comfortable. And when they're not comfortable, we just want to complain about it. Um, I remember teasing poor Jeff, um, uh, Jeff Smith, our friend, he yeah. was upset about something they were building in Berlin. And I'm like, well, I wrote about that in 2009 yeah. and everybody said it was a good idea. And I said, no, it's not. And he's like, well, I wasn't living here in 2009. I'm like, yeah, welcome to the Eastern shore. That's what right. they do. They make these decisions in the long term. They're like, we're going to build this thing. And everybody's like, yeah, like, don't worry about it. And then they're like, all right, we're starting to build this thing. And everyone's like, why didn't anyone tell me? I'm like, well, they did. They told you back when the decision was made and you didn't care. Enjoy your new view of, I forget what they did. It was, it was when, uh, when they finally sold that Tyson factory. Yeah. Um, you know, he yeah. was, he was kind of up in arms about that. But the other thing about the Tyson factory and about a lot of these huge sales, whenever a town buys something, it's because they're the only ones who would pay the developer's price. Other developers are like, I'm not paying that much for that much. It's right. worth it to me. And yeah. then it would be much easier to get elected to the town and then have the town buy it off me, uh, which is not what I'm saying happened with the <laughs> with the Tyson plant. But I am saying that they tried for years and years and years to sell it. And eventually the town bought it from one of the council members. Yeah. Um, and that's all I have on this happy, happy occasion. I wish <laughs> I wish I were funny. I, like I said, next week I'm back. This is we're going to we're going to write this up. You're going to be listening to this on Friday, um, and I hope you have a great weekend, and I hope you've come to Ocean City or to the Delaware beaches and have a better attitude than I do. I, I don't come there, so you won't see me grumping around. I'll be, I'll be here. <laughs> we, keep, we keep you back in Delmar right. just and, to and also as a keep the dark clouds. Exactly. <laughs> and also as a disclaimer, I didn't have any booze this week. And yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. That's why I can't go from outrage to happy. I can only go from outrage right. 
to sour. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go buy some gin. Go get some gin. Else anyway, how about you? I got nothing. All right. Well, until next time, remember at the beach. It's happy hour whenever you say it is. Cheers. <laughs>